This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Green and White brought to you by Argyle Life. Before I butcher the intro, just a quick one from us to say thank you to everyone yet again for the ever-increasing listens and interactions and an even bigger thank you to everyone who has voted for us in this year's Football Content Awards. If you'd like to vote for us, there's a link in our bio on Twitter and Facebook and I might probably chuck it in the podcast description uh, if I don't forget. Um, to make life easier for you or you can search the Football Content Awards on Google and pop us in the best podcast football league category there isn't the most mediocre football podcast so I think we'd definitely win that but anyway anyway, on with the pod the podcast that you heard yesterday has been spliced in half and basically giving you the palace preview today just so that podcasts aren't Two hours long. And in this one, we speak to Chris from Back of the Nest, a Crystal Palace podcast, obviously previewing tonight's fixture with Crystal Palace at the Theatre of Greens. Joining us to preview Tuesday night's Carabao Cup game with Crystal Palace is Chris from Back of the Nest. How's things, Chris? All good? Yeah, not too bad. Fresh from a 1-1 draw against Brentford yesterday. Um where the first half was one of the worst things you've ever seen in your life. So yeah, feeling feeling delighted. You've actually um, you've actually done what the other uh, pod regulars do and steal my first question, which is uh, you joined us fresh <laughs> from a one-one draw with Brentford uh, yesterday. Can you give us a quick overview of how this season, how it's going, and are you happy with the results so far? Yeah, um, I mean, look, results are okay. You, you know, one-one, lost one, drawn one. Uh, you know, played played Arsenal in there. Um, uh, we always draw against Brentford. I think that's fifth in a row we've we've drawn against them. Um, look, I can't be too angry with 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 what we're getting in terms of results. Uh, and I think you know with the squad that we got in a minute, the performances are okay. Um, but I think we've we've gone a little bit backwards from last year. Obviously, losing Zaha was a blow. Um, but you know Roy was also playing a bit more of a, an attacking game last year, playing a four three three. And we've started this year as this kind of more pragmatic 4-2-3-1 which has been really 
hard to watch at times and a bit reminiscent of his last spell at Palace. So we're kind of hoping that we do some business in the transfer window that changes that. Otherwise, it could be a long old season, I'm afraid. Yeah, well, talking of uh, long old seasons, obviously a long old drive down to Home Park. So um, it's also <laughs> Roy's first trip to Home Park. Um, I assume you're happy to have him at the helm. And then second part of that question, we'll do two in one. Do you think he'll look to target the League Cup as a competition that you've got potential to go all the way in? Oh, I've got to be careful not to be too mean here, right? Because <laughs> I, I'm. it would not make any sense to an outside uh, pair of eyes for me to be unhappy with Roy, but I, I'm not massively pleased that he's there. I think he deserves it after the job he did last last year, but I think you know, Roy is a very straightforward manager, right? He plays same system every week, pretty much the same team every week. Um, tries to make things nice and simple, which is great, but you come become really predictable really quickly. Your scouts would have looked at our last three games and you'll know exactly how to play against us. So, you know, the signs are good for you in this one. But I have to say, um, you know, will he target the cup? I'd like to think so. You know, the League Cup is, an, you know... A, especially fans that have been around a while at Palace, all we've really got to hope for is a cup run, right? We 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 desperately want to get something to to get behind. Vieira got us on a decent cup run the other year and the kind of it galvanized the whole squad. It helped galvanize the whole fan base. And the Elite Cup has to be an opportunity for us. But I've under absolutely no illusions that that this is an easy tie, that this is an easy opportunity for us. And you know, I think Again, paper-thin squad. I don't know what we're going to do. It's usually an opportunity to try a bunch of young players and stuff, but there's not a lot really to, to call on right now that, that Roy's going to trust. So you'll probably see a very similar side. And you know, and I think you'll you'll have some joy against us. I really do. Yeah, I actually remember that. Was it the FA Cup, I want to say, quarter-final against Chelsea? You should have won that one, really. That was Conor Gallagher missed that game, didn't Yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we couldn't couldn't play him against his his parent club. Semi wasn't it at Wembley? Yeah, yeah. Oh, semi. Yeah, of course. Oh, semi. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I should have known that. I was there. It was the first game I ever, yeah, yeah. ever took my partner to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, regrets. <laughs> Many regrets. You, you you mentioned the rotation there. You, you expect mm. it to be a fairly similar side to what you set out in the league. Uh, is it is it likely we'll see a, a couple of changes and and will will we likely see former Argyle man Rem, Remy Matthews between the sticks? A genuine possibility. I was going to say that we've got so. so much uncertainty around the keeper position right now. We've got you know Guaita who won't play for us and uh, wants to go back to Spain. We've got we're seemingly going to sign Dean Henderson any minute with a. Uh, Sam Johnston being linked with a move to Wolves. So the only consistent part is Remy Matthews. So you may well see him in the um in the in the team, which I don't think we have. Um so it'd be interesting to see what he can produce. Um, you know, he's only ever been there as the third keeper, but operating as the second right now. So yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I think um any other changes I I'd i expect to see. I'd expect to see um one of our midfielders, Hamada play in the game. I think probably you'll see Mateta start up front. Um, but other than that, I can't see too much. Um, I suppose the only other outside chance would be Jez Raksaki playing in one of the wide positions, maybe. Um, I think beyond that, Roy hasn't got a lot of trust. And there's, again, it's another point of contention with, with Palace fans is, you know, he's a big, he, he likes to say, 
you know, he, he needs to be able to trust players for them to have Premier League experience. But if you don't play them, they can't get that experience and those minutes in the legs. So it becomes this kind of circular argument of I can't use this player because I haven't played him and I haven't played him because I can't use this player. And, you know, so we'll see what we do in the League Cup. You'll see some changes, but but not many. Yeah, you mentioned Raksaki. Um, do you see him being shipped back out on loan to a championship club? There's obviously been talk of a few. Yeah, I think that's a massive, massive uh, uncertainty as well. We we need we need he needs game time. He developed so much last year on loan, unfortunately at Charlton, and you know, really, really happy to see him play so well. But um, but you know, he's not quite there. He's not quite a Premier League player. But if you give him minutes and you give him opportunity, he could be. So he should be going out in the championship, but he won't unless we sign probably two or three players. He's not going, not going to go anywhere because we just have to have him as an option. Yeah, he absolutely tore us apart at the Valley. And, and if we had some more loan spots, I'd love to see him go in for him, but not really sure that's an option with a, a striker crisis. Is it a crisis if we need one? Let's call it one. That's something, something so. Well, yeah. On to the game itself then. Obviously, a trip down to Home Park awaits on Tuesday. How do you see the game going and do you have any doubts about facing us? I, I definitely have doubts. Um, you know, I, you know my, my, um, my brain with Plymouth it always goes back to, the, to that kind of that peak spell you had in the, in the sort of mid to late 2000s um, and, and a little bit onwards, you know. Players like I'm just trying to think. David Norris was one, wasn't he? And you have Ebanks Blake. Ebanks Blake. You had people like uh, oh the Hungarian guy whose brain I can't I can't remember him. But you had some you know some some real quality. Which one? Three of those. You had three of those, did you? I can't remember the one I'm thinking of. You had a K in it. Zaki <laughs> uh, probably. Um, yeah, Zaki. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Akos Pazaki, Yeah. Um, so yeah, some real real uh, fun memories of playing Plymouth in that time and and. The, you know where where you're heading. So um, it's been a while, unfortunately, for for you guys since since I've really seen too much of you. But I think you've got nothing to lose against us. You know, as I said before, you're gonna know how we're gonna play. It's a long old trip, um, and you know there's nothing to fear with Palace right now in terms of our attack. If we play, you know, Eze, if we play him. Um, and, and Jordan I has been playing really well. If those two start, they're the danger men, you know. And if you do your homework on them and how to how to stop them getting the ball, you know, you're not going to have too much to worry about. You're going to going to be relying on us to to kind of wear you down a little bit. And we play the same way. Whoever we're playing, we just play that exact same way. So, um, you know, I, I have concerns. Um, I think honestly, I hate to say, it, I don't think it's going to be a particularly exciting game. You know, I think you'll be up for it, but, you know, we are really compact, really well organised because of the kind of lack of pace in the defence at times, particularly in our right back area. We They kind of tuck in a little bit and, you know, you're going to find space hard to come by, I think. And just, yeah, I, I think it's going to be maybe one or two two goals in the whole game. And I fancy it's either going to be a one nil to somebody or maybe a one one draw. And I think it goes straight to penalties, doesn't it? So. Could be that that lottery. Yeah, Sam, you'll know the last time we played Palace was that the the one nil twenty ten. Victor Moses springs to mind. Would have been yes, we lost one nil that day. Um, yeah, Paul Mariner, rest in peace, was managing us then. It was um, the year where Palace nearly went down and they were in all sorts of financial trouble. So that win 
effectively kept Palace up against us. Obviously, we did go down. Palace stayed up on the last day. Yeah, I think uh, Victor Moses sticks in my mind as meeting him in the car park more than him scoring the winner. But um, <laughs> after the game, <laughs> yeah. So obviously, score, just a score prediction from yourself, Chris. Yeah, I'm going to stick with. Uh, I've got. I've got to go for Palace. Otherwise, people will never forgive me. But. Um, I'm going to stick. It's going to be a very, very drab one nil to Palace, I think. And um, yeah, but I don't have, you know, if you're going to give me a, a, a confidence rating on that, it's probably around 20% right now. Um, but there you go. We'll take that, a 20% one nil. Uh, before you go, Chris, short and sweet from us, but um, just where can people find your content? Yeah, I always get asked that question and I always fumble it. Um, so we are on what on everything as back of the nest. So on X, on uh, obviously Instagram, TikTok, um, and Facebook. You can predominantly find a lot of the work we do on YouTube, where DR's doing a wonderful job over there. So, so check us out there. And we pop up on all sorts of things. We've got the TalkSport Fan Network, uh, and, and various members of the, the party pop up on uh, Radio 5 Live and things like that all the time. So you can find us everywhere. More than more than uh, Joe pops up on anyway, so uh, we'll have to try and get in on the on your Radio Five Live gig. Um, so cheers for that joining us, Chris, and safe journey down. No worries. Thanks very much. Take care, guys. Cheers, mate. Thank you. You forgot to add in the break, didn't you? Should we call that a break? <laughs> and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So, obviously a quick, interesting chat with Chris there. Um, moving on to our view of the, the game. Uh, how do you see this one going, Sam? Um, I think it'll be a tight game. I think, like Chris um, said, just... Um, Five five moments ago. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it will be a tight game. And like Chris said, um, I think it'll, Palace will just come out on top. I think they'll just have that little bit more quality, like like he alluded to. They're not going to rotate wholesale because they don't really have the depth to. They'll, they'll rotate a little bit for sure, but not not enormously. Um, and I think with with the quality of players like Eze, Elise, people like that, um, if if they play, then I think they'll just have that little bit too much quality for us ultimately. I think maybe another, dare I say it, another 2-1 loss. And that's becoming quite a familiar scoreline, but I feel that's what it could be. John, anything to add on the um, Tony Pulis, Ian Holloway, Mark Edworthy, Freddie Ladapo, Sam Woods? I'm trying to think of others off the top of my head. Yala Balassi, mm-hmm. Jason. Neil Hunch, Warnock and Mick Jones. Chris Errington, Derby. Yes, I think we'll beat them. I think that's a combination of factors. They don't scare me very much at the moment. Um, the individual players Sam mentioned scare me a hell of a lot, but I don't think it's necessarily the case that 
you know, uh, all of them will start, um, even though I do agree that there will be probably limited rotation. I would expect someone like Raksaki to come in, who, while obviously a very good player, is is a championship-level player for me at the moment, as, as Chris said. Obviously, we kept him, you know, while he did a very good job on us at, at Charlton away last season, we kept him fairly quiet in the return game. So not somebody that we, we can't keep quiet. Um, but even aside from that kind of speculation about the lineup, I just feel that, you know, the, the kind of, Again, this is a bit of an intangible, but the, it doesn't seem like there's a massively positive energy around Palace at the moment. Um, whereas I think there is a hugely positive energy around us. And I think that, you know, that sort of shooey spirit in not losing back-to-back games. Obviously, we have lost back-to-back games in the league, but I don't think that kind of resilience and tenacity and desire to come out and, and you know, um, put things right after what happened last time is just going to have abandoned us overnight. I'd be surprised if we got on too many really sort of honkingly bad runs this season. Um, and I don't know, I've just got quite a good feeling about us coming out and, and feeling energised and, and angered by what happened at the weekend. Should be a fairly near capacity, if not capacity, crowd at home park roaring us on. Um, I think it might mean a little bit more to us than to them, which maybe is the wrong way around, given that it's probably a feasible competition that they could have a little run in. Um, yeah, I think it's... it's and, 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 you know, and you see, as, as we saw in the first round this year, you know, you see teams... In, in the Carabao Cup for whatever reason, probably something to do with rotation, something to do with deprioritization, whatever, but probably a, a competition where you see more shocks or shocks are a bit less shocking, as it were, than, than in the FA Cup. Um, you know, Gillingham put out Southampton fairly comfortably by the sound of it in the in the in the first round, for example. So just despite a you know a two league difference. So I think I think it's um absolutely there for the taking for us and I'm gonna predict a two nil home win. Nice. Uh, Argyle Chance asks, should we sack off the Palace game and play the kids and the reserves? No. No, I think, I, I think talking to Sam about this earlier, I think what I would probably do is something in between what we did for Orient, where we rotated the entire team and playing exactly the same team as we played against Birmingham. For instance, you know, I would bring Burton back in. He seems like he is, at the moment, the cup keeper. Uh, and I think it would be harsh to, after we did a pretty good job in the first game against Leighton Orient, albeit without having a ton to do. It would be harsh not to, to give him that that run out. Um, you know, definitely bring in Plegosuelo, for example. Uh got his championship debut off the bench and looked pretty assured on Saturday. But I think um we, we, you know we want to be seeing more of him from the start anyway. And then yeah, maybe I'll bring in, you know, Condor and or Callum Wright in those attacking positions. Maybe look at giving Isaka some game time in an ideal world, although probably off the bench rather than than starting. Um but yeah, I also think that it could be, you know, I think as Sam has said many times about the, the JPT and other competitions like that, winning is a good habit. And I think putting out an understrength team against a, a Premier League team that probably won't rotate all that much, um, albeit a little bit, would, you know, increase the risk of it being kind of a demoralizing evening that maybe, you know, creates an impression of a chasm between the Premier League and the, and the Championship you know, and between us and those really good teams that we don't necessarily need to, um, you know, help create. I think I think we'll want to win, and I think yeah, I would, I would play a fairly, fairly competitive eleven, albeit one with with a few a few changes. Yeah, I could I could see it being like quite a, a similar lineup to Orient, like you said. Um, maybe Miller starting as well with um, obviously Warrington. Well, I, I would expect Whitaker and Mumba to start personally. Not, not Tyreek Wright. No, I wouldn't no. expect Tyreek Wright to start. I wouldn't expect. To see a Saka either, uh, but I think we could. You could see Butcher. You could see. I think we will see Plague as well. I'm pretty confident of that one. Hardy up top for instead of Wayne. And yeah, I think I think so. 
Wayne must be one of the top goal scorers in this competition. Yeah, um, but I also think that against a Premier League team, I've just predicted this to win, but you probably don't have that many chances. And so I think you probably want your tried and tested finisher on the pitch. Oh, well, to, be fair, to be fair, Aaron, I'd start Keith Moore. <laughs> if he's in in time, <laughs> if he's in in time, we'll take it. Isn't he possibly... I'm going to I was trying to be clever there. I think if there's any chance he's cup tied, but of course they've not come in yet, have they? Yeah. Uh... I had thought of that, Sam, funnily enough, because I knew you would otherwise make a smart-ass comment. But no, he won't be cup tied because Bournemouth... Of course, because they've not played yet, of course. But Co- Coburn presumably could be cup tied, I guess, if, if we find him. Have to check whether he played or not, yeah. Yep, just having a look, he is... Ben Wayne is joint first with Jason Knight and Joel Perot. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's adding to this segment. Well, uh, jo- Joel Perot definitely but definitely is cup tied. He won't be getting a single minute for his new club of Leeds, will he? Not least because they're knocked out, aren't they? So No, they're not knocked out. They turned around to beat Shrewsbury. But anyway, Joel Perot is still cup tied, so that's that. Looking <laughs> at the Middlesbrough game from the first round, I can't see any indication that Coburn was even in the squad for Borough. In theory, not, not cup tied. Anyway, moving on, uh, any other business? Unless anybody's got anything else to add on the Palace game. No, I, I'm pretty much in agreement with John on the selection. Yeah. Nice. Have fun. Enjoy that one uh, at Home Park. Um, any other business? Um, obviously, Derby, we've we've already congratulated Exeter City on their first goal in the Championship, but they failed to beat our academy side. Um, 2-0 down at half-time to win 3-2. Um, oh, God, I can't remember the goal scorers in that. Freddie Osaka, Joe Hatch and Levi Colwell. And then um, oh, no, Levi Colwell. <laughs> is that that's, that's surely not his name, is it? Le- Lewis Levi Colwell. Lewis Colwell. That's the <laughs> second time today I've messed up his name uh, after tweeting the wrong name um, earlier. And we don't have an edit button, so yeah. Anyway, and then the Argyle women beating um, Exeter women four-one goals from Sarah th- uh, from the hat trick in Charlotte Whitmore. Um, nice to get that in. And the other good thing from the weekend is obviously Alex Fletcher came off the bench for Bath City at the weekend, uh, continuing his return to football. It's always good to see. Um, we'll call that a night, I think. But before we go, just a reminder to vote for us, if you can, in this year's Football Content Awards. Hopefully this pod has gone nice and smoothly and I've edited it properly uh, and things make sense. Um, and just to let you know, we'll be podcasting live on Twitter on Wednesday night. So do join us there to review the beating of Palace. Uh, cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you. That's the end of another episode of Green and White brought to you by Argyle Life. Before you go, please make sure you drop us a review on whichever podcast platform you are using and make sure you follow us on Twitter at Argyle Life 1886. Cheers. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.